the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Um, another one of your things, Jeffy, is going mega viral right now. Uh, an untreatable gonorrhea superbug is spreading around the oh, world. Oh, is that you? That's, I mean, I just assumed <laughs> you, were, you were patient zero. Uh, that's kind of... Kind of where I started on this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it? How was this? Is it I a didn't nice realize, superbug? Did you well, actually, it? to be honest, I didn't realize what I had was part of the superbug strain. <laughs> uh, that is kind of a serious issue, though. Untreatable strains of gonorrhea on the rise, as the World Health Organization has warned, fueling uh, fears that last resort drugs will soon be futile after three confirmed cases in which antibiotics were ineffective. I mean, they've been crying about this for years, right? Yeah. I mean, that they've been pumping mm-hmm. people full of antibiotics, and sooner or later, these bugs are going to say, no, no more, we can beat that drug too, and there's, we're not going to have anything to help people. Maybe you should stop touching people. Maybe that's another answer. Maybe, uh, maybe not changing the entire world of medicine, mm-hmm. and just you just maybe staying inside. You know, maybe that would be... Uh... Isolation. I'm thinking isolation. Yeah, like maybe... Like, a, I don't know, quarantine sort of? situation we might quarantine him maybe in a jail cell yeah you know or something a little bit more enclosed because i mean there's bars they don't even with the i mean if he sneezes or something when it flares up right it's painful so i mean you still want me in jail even with the flare-ups yes more than ever stunningly uh true (laughs) Uh, another jeffy inspired uh, world tragedy the opioid crisis um i thought this was fascinating because you know it's one of those things i will say every time i see a headline about the opioid crisis i'm like Scroll, scroll. Like, I, I don't know Me why I, I feel bad. It's not, it's just, uh, yeah. It doesn't capture my imagination. I, don't, I know. I feel bad about that because in mm-hmm. reality, it's terrible. I mean, it's worse than the crack epidemic by a lot. Yeah. It's not, it's, there's, these are not uh, close to each other as far as scale goes. Um, so it's a big deal. And I don't know why it's, it doesn't feel as big a deal. I guess, you know, you know, crack L.A., New York, big cities where this is maybe a little bit, uh, you know, uh, more rural areas. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that might be the reason why it doesn't feel as big a news story. However, it's a, it's a big human tragedy right now. People are really having a lot of problems with it. One of the really fascinating parts about this, however, is it's upending a long-term liberal complaint. Um, which maybe shows you that the, uh, I don't know, maybe the complaint wasn't so legitimate in the first place. Um, So they're talking about how, what a big uh, problem this is. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, how in the past, blacks seemed uh, disproportionately filling uh, prison cells because of uh, crime, uh, these types of crimes uh, related to drugs, much more than rural or suburban whites. But that trend has begun to reverse itself in the past decade, according to New York Times analysis of the National Corrections Reporting Program last year. New York Times reported that white rural Americans are going to prison more often and for longer sentences than urban blacks. A giant leap from 10 years ago when people in urban and suburban and rural areas on balance went to prison at the same clip. Now, according to New York Times study of prison data, people who live in rural regions um, uh, have seen incarceration rates go up by 36 percent in that decade. Much of it coincides with the opioid epidemic that is crippling all of rural America. It also coincides with a bipartisan push from Washington to decrease the mass incarceration numbers of large cities. While blacks still comprise a disproportionate number of inmates, that number has fallen, and the same goes for Hispanics. In short, if you are rural and white and you break drug laws, you more likely will go to prison for a longer period than your suburban and urban cousins. Wow. That is pretty amazing. I yeah, mean, it is. And I, 
I still hear, you know, Black Lives Matter will tell you that all they do is, they you know, they're just trying to put black people. Even Rand Paul does this all the time. Well, look, uh, you know, drug laws. I mean, Rand Paul yep. seems to be just making a convenient argument against uh, drug uh, prohibit, uh, prohibition. So I under, I guess this is why he does it. But he's always like, oh, they disproportionately hit black uh, families and minorities. Seems to be the opposite now. That actually has seemed to change, and, and you, if you think about it, too, you have an exploding epidemic of opioid cases in, in, uh, in the middle of the country, uh, and even the northeast, but rural areas largely. And at the same time, uh, a lot of the changes have been made to the law, I think correctly, um, to not disproportionately uh, um, punish certain drugs over others uh, that you would typically fall on African-American communities or inner city communities. Uh, the crack cocaine one was always the obvious one where like, you know, if you have, you're a crack, they're basically the same drug uh, from a chemical standpoint, but that you have a, it was three and four times the prison sentences for crack. Well, that doesn't really make much sense. And that's been largely corrected. Um, but now that it's been corrected and now that they're trying to have like outreach and have people go get treatment, the, uh, the, the wealthier cities have the money for these treatment programs where the rural areas don't. So they're sending the people in the rural areas to prison and they're, they're treating the people in the inner cities. And so now it's actually reversed itself. It's kind of an interesting trend. Yeah. And it kind of upends, you know, all this knowledge we supposedly knew. Indeed. Over a decade, too. Indeed. But again, this is the problem with these stories is that that's your reaction to it. Yeah, I know. Indeed. I know, indeed. <laughs> I know, well. Indeed. I mean, what do you do? No, I, I know. I, what do you do? Is it, let me, let me you ask you this You go to the clinic question. and get your free needle and mm -hmm. shoot up with the townies. <laughs> let me ask you this question, though, and I mean this honestly. Uh, unlike, un, unlike Jeffy, I just don't feel like it's going to hit me. I, like, it just doesn't feel like mm -hmm. the opioid thing is so like, I, I don't feel like that's a problem I'm going to have. So it's out of, I, I, there's so many other problems I have to deal with. Like, like, because it doesn't feel like a problem mm -hmm. I'm going to have, mm -hmm. I just kind of like, it could be really at any time though. You know, uh, you get a back issue or you get a, who knows what kind of problem, you know, uh, maybe well, arthritis or mm -hmm. whatever. And then you start taking course or with arthritis. It's not the, the same because it's usually not an opioid, I don't think, but no. I mean, you could be, you could be uh, prescribed these things, and then, and then it could become dependent on them. I mean, because you, you obviously have a really bad back plate. Mm -hmm. Jeffy's got. I mean, Jeffy's God got. only knows how many diseases <laughs> he's fighting right now. True. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's true. And yeah. not to mention, a lot of this is with kids. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and I certainly have kids. I, I just, for some reason, it doesn't connect. Like. Because well, they would a, tell you, before this incident happened, they would tell you, well, you don't care about the crack epidemic because it's not white people in the <laughs> suburbs. Right. Well, I, no. you know what? Now it's white people in the suburbs. I don't really care about it either. Yeah. And I'm not saying either one of those things is right. right. It just, I mean, mm -hmm. I do care about there's it. There's a big story in the, in the New Yorker. It's the top of my mind all the time. There's right. a big story in the New Yorker that I haven't read yet, but I have it in my queue to read is The uh, Addict Next Door, uh, you know, based on the opioid epidemic. Mm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's what you're talking about. I mean, is it going to, is your next door neighbor doing something bad, going to hurt your, hurt your family because of it. And for right, most people, whatever. that's rhetorical, but you actually sold them the drug, so you know the answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, I people got to have what they got to have. So. <laughs> <laughs>